What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rapture Radio. I'm Pastor Stewart. Joined with me, as always, is Pastor Brandon. We're here to bring you uh, a new understanding of eschatology every single week. Uh, but before we get into that stuff, there's some you know news things happening in the world right now. We got a we got a book study we've been going to for the last several weeks. The pastors have been. That is some profound news around the world. <laughs> well, I'm segueing. <laughs> I'm segueing into it. We've been yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. I've been loving the. We've been doing a pastors book study. You and I and a few other pastors around Acadiana. It's been good, I found. We're reading The Abolition of Man, C.S. Lewis, which is incredibly relative to, to kind of what we're dealing with in the world today. In Indeed. fact, you were telling me before some new study has come. Was that Barna Group? Yep. 70% of Gen Z believe that morality is totally relative. That's you, right? Aren't you Gen Z? No, I'm Gen X. Okay, so Gen Z is like my kids. My, uh, your kids. The generation right now. Oh, okay. they they would hold that you know over seventy percent of them would hold that there is no absolute morality. No, that's not a little majority. That's a overwhelming majority. That's a vast majority. And I would be willing to bet that if you press them on it, that it's much higher than that. Oh, yeah. No, if for you sure. start asking some tough questions, yeah, for sure. Know, I for think sure. that'd be an interesting interesting way to kind of think. I, I would wager it's more like ninety, yeah, or higher. Well, and and to be honest with you, and and this segues from uh, what we were talking about with the abolition of man, as as C.S. Lewis points to, says you can't stay um, subjective as it comes to a morality for long. At some point in time, you have to close down on something. That's right. At some point in time, you have to have a certainty. You have to have a, a new fundamental, a new law. And so Gen Z, to the degree that they do believe in moral relativity, because they... Um, relativism, mm-hmm. because they've rejected the standard of the Bible, they've rejected the natural revelation of God, mm-hmm. to the degree that they have been, you know, relativized the law of God, is the degree to which they are prey to the new laws, to the new fundamentals, to the of new, the, the new regime. Well, and you, yeah. you keep hearing um, Joe Biden talk about in all his speeches and everything, we're going to bring unity, we're going to be unified, mm-hmm. we're going to be united. But in order to do that, you got to be united around something. That's right. There's, there's, a, there's a thing in which you must be unified. And I think we're starting to see, like you keep using the word, the new law. I think we're starting to see it come to fruition. The new morality oh, yeah. is raising up to the surface. Oh, it's, al- it's already here. You know, the new normal, the new law, build back better, unity. All of these things imply a standard. Mm-hmm. You have to unify around something. That's what, right. You have to define unity. Right. And, and so they're not going to remain open-minded to all belief systems. Correct. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Correct. They're going to close down on ours. And I think that's one of the, the things that is happening in the world right now. So been loving the book study, Abolition of Man. Hey, guys, if you haven't read it and um, you're ready for a top-shelf Christian classic on Ooh, cultural apologetics. Top-shelf. Nice use of that term right there. Look, it's not an easy read. No, it's not. Chapter yeah. two, I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I hope I'm going to go ask everybody questions when we have our little group that gets together. Yeah. Cause it was, it, that one was tough. Chapter one, I could follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's not breezy. It's not light and breezy. <laughs> it is a book you would need to study, get the study guide. It is available on YouTube in audio format. The study guide is, well, no, the actual book, the book is the study okay. guide is available online. And so, yeah, go for it. Abolition of man. Been it's great. Stuff. And like, if you just like CS Lewis, you could read a uh, silver chair. That's kind of in the same lane. Which is, that's, you know, a story. Yeah, all, but, of it, all of his stories sort of flesh out these philosophical ideas. Right, so. right. Super cool, super cool. So what are we, back to Rapture Radio. Yeah, we're in Rapture Radio today. So what are we, where, what are we, what are we rapturing? Today or we're rapping. rapturing No, we're rapping about <laughs> gradualism. What? Also known as incrementalism. Okay. God okay. plays the long game. 
Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah you got me already. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. God plays the, the long game. Okay. And so gradualism, hey, we'll get into it. Are we ready? I'm gradualism ready. I'm ready. is that God's promises, salvation, mm-hmm. victory, mm-hmm. Um, God's promises unfold over time. Okay. And God plays the long game. His promises of victory are not automatic. Okay. They are not instant, but they unfold incrementally in his patient timing. Now, there is a sense, right, salvation. There is a sense in which there are aspects of it that are immediate, instantaneous. Yes. Right? But not, we're talking about ultimate well, victory. When, when we are talking about individual salvation, right, or how salvation is applied to the individual, the individual is justified by the decree of God. That takes no time. Boom. Right. All those whom have been elected by the Father before the foundation of the world are in time justified. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take time, Mm -hmm. but it does happen in time. Right. At a point in time. Right. Um, However, once having been justified, you enter into a plan. You enter into a um, plan of gradual sanctification. Mm -hmm. That's -hmm. for the individual. Now, what I am saying is that that's how God works in all of life. His, his plan for the ages, his plan for history, his plan for the redemption of all things in Christ mm-hmm. is like our sanctification in that it happens gradually. Over time. That's right. Well, and it, it makes sense when you lay it out like that because the more people who become followers of Jesus that are gradually redeemed over time, mm-hmm. that also leads to more followers of Jesus that are also gradually redeemed over time, yes. then the whole trajectory of society and the world as a whole is gradually redeemed over Show's time. Show's over. It, We're it done. Makes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Yeah. You're getting ahead of us. Oh, I'm sorry. See, I, this is what I get for not reading the notes. You just got to reel people in gradually. <laughs> you know. <laughs> if, if you get too positive too fast, they shut it off. <laughs> They feel threatened. I don't want to listen to this. Feel threatened. This is good right. news. Now, Turn this off. <laughs> we can, since this is called Rapture Radio, we need to contrast this with a particular set of ideology mm-hmm. or eschatology mm-hmm. that holds to a coming rapture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think this gradualism um, could be com- contrasted with what we might call an apocalyptic view of history. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Uh, Where we are awaiting yeah. what's called a future discontinuity event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like life is going on sort of cyclically almost mm-hmm. up and down here. And there is no predictable pattern or trajectory for history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until you get to a point of cataclysm, mm-hmm. apocalyptic cataclysm, discontinuity event, and mm-hmm. then boom, promises fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the other side mm-hmm. of chaos. Outside of human history, after human history is over with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. Uh, Deuteronomy 7 uh, verse 9 Let me read this for us. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So now we're talking about God's faithful, covenantal faithfulness to the children of children, Mm -hmm. children of of believers, Mm -hmm. to a thousand generations. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean literally a thousand as though the thousand and one is cursed. This means for the rest of human history. Right. This does apply to generations. That means people are having babies. That means we're still in human history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. God is having steadfast love. He's keeping his covenant. He's being faithful. He's giving favor to the descendants of believers Mm -hmm. for the rest of human time. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. generation after generation after generation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is he doing for the wicked? It says in in earlier passage, it says that he is basically bringing curses upon those who are wicked to three and four generations. Hmm. So we have three and four generations versus a thousand generations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say from that and that alone, we can ascertain that the flow of human history has a net positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because God's favor is outweighing or outpacing his curses. Curses. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes. I sense. think we can say from this that his blessings on a people to a thousand generations are predictable. Mm-hmm. We can reasonably expect them. Yeah. I think we could also say, based on many other passages which we will get to, that his blessings are not purely spiritual mm-hmm. and invisible. That the spiritual and invisible blessings, like forgiveness, for example, or mm-hmm. justification, mm-hmm. have tangible um, manifestations. Yeah, absolutely. That we can reasonably expect there to be predictable, tangible blessings in time to our legacy, to our lineage, mm-hmm. upward and onward. Yeah. And so in understanding this, this frame of, of mind, we have a philosophy of history, okay. which is positive and linear. And we see that he is unfolding his blessings in time mm. gradually. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, let it. me give you an example. G- Jesus mentions the year of the Jubilee right. in Luke chapter 4. We just preached on this. That's right. Yep. It's, he has come in his messianic agenda mm-hmm. to announce the year of the favor of the Lord, the mm-hmm. year of Jubilee. Mm-hmm. He has come to inaugurate this time period on earth where there would be sight to the blind, liberation to the captives, relief to the poor. Are we to take these as purely spiritual? I know Jesus and his hearers did not. Right. And I know Isaiah, when he spoke at first, did not. Right. These right. are not purely spiritual. Do these have a spiritual um, benefit? Of course. Right. 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 Yeah. Spiritual riches. Right. Spiritual liberation. Spiritual health. Spiritual health. Yeah. We could say all that. But it does seem like there's a... Definitely a physical, tangible manifestation of these blessings as well. They are connected. Right. And, and, and I believe that as God's grace flows to an individual, to a town, to a society, to a church, to a family, there is spiritual and physical. We're not uh, floating orbs. We're not um, just bodies. We don't believe in dualism. Mm-hmm. We are humans, and there is blessings from that gospel to us and to our generations, uh, creating, as it were, a, a philosophy of human history that is positive and linear. Uh, Mary said uh, that this would be demonstrated by him uh, taking down the evil and the mighty from their thrones and exalting the children of Abraham. Hmm. Now, do we believe this is something that God does gradually in human history? Or do we um, bide our time, you know, doggy paddle? It's not predictable. Right. We can't expect it. Right. It's up and down. There's no, it's mysterious and eventually there's going to be a cataclysmic event where these things will then be true. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're true already, but, but not yet. I, a lot of people would say that, and I'm, I'm afraid that is just not sufficient of an answer. Mm. Although that is true to some extent. His promises are being unfolded. Yep. We don't know the precise time in which they will be unfolded or the degree. We don't know when the final ultimate consummation of all things will take place. Okay. But we, but we can't just simply say, who knows what the future holds. It it's, cannot be predicted. Up and down, already but not yet. Mm. That settles it. 
Yeah. No, we have to look at these passages and see that he is showing loving steadfastness mm-hmm. to a thousand generations. He's taking the mighty from their thrones and exalting the children of Abraham. He's bringing about the year of Jubilee. Mm-hmm. And we have to reckon with what that means. Mm-hmm. It either means that is happening in human history or it is not. And if it is happening in human history by Jesus' grace, is it successfully happening? Is it predictable? Mm-hmm. You know, does it have tangible benefits Mm -hmm. or do we just wash our hands? It's a mystery. Life goes on. No, I I don't think that's the proper way to do it. I think what we have to understand to understand these things is gradualism. To properly understand prophecy, we need to understand gradualism. Okay. How God unfolds his promises over time incrementally. Okay. Let's think about a few examples. All right, go. Help me out. How long did God take to create the world? Seven days. Six days. Well, rested on the seventh. My bad. That's right. Six no, days. you're right. <laughs> rested on the seventh, setting up the pattern for time for mankind. He took six days. Is it because he was tired? No. It's because he chooses <laughs> He chooses to work incrementally. Mm. Oh, that's, that's very observant of it, you. It, it is very observant. It is <laughs> part and parcel of how God works. Adam's dominion mandate <clears throat> that was given to him. Mm-hmm. which, of course, is um, being fulfilled by Jesus Christ right now, the second Adam on the throne of dominion over the earth, okay. is and was to be fulfilled incrementally. Mm. Now we ha- give him the whole planet at once. <clears throat> he named the animal. That didn't take long, but there's a lot more to do. Right, right, right. right. How interesting. Mm. Can you think of any other examples? Incrementalism in Scripture. Mm. What about your salvation? Oh, that's true. Well, yeah. salvation... In a sense, is immediate, but also sanctification is gradual over time. It's a process. But there is a sense also, I guess, in which salvation is kind of a process as well. The Lord brings you it through is, certain yes. things. You're being, you are saved, or you were saved, you are being saved, mm-hmm. and one day you will be saved to the uttermost, mm. as the author of Hebrews says. I like it. The same goes for God's bringing about of redemption over all things, mm. including the earth. Mm. Including uh, Israel's taking of the land of Canaan. The captivity of Canaan was gradual. That's right. And he even said why he would not allow them to do it immediately. He said, if, you, if all the Canaanites are killed immediately, the, the nature will too be, be too much for you to handle. The beasts will overtake you. Mm. You need the bad guys to remain as you kill them gradually because they're restraining nature and they're restraining the lions. Mm. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. That he abides the sin of the unrighteous to sort of like um, save space for his church as it expands in time. Sure. I mean, just think about it. If all the non-believers are taken away and the church was left to themselves right now, we'd probably all starve to death. (laughs) Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. It it requires time for the church to exercise dominion, to grow, and to be sanctified. Mm. Now, Mm. there have been times in human history where the church was outpacing the culture, and the culture looked to the church for government. Mm. You know, you can think of uh, Reformation Geneva, where Calvin was asked to be the magistrate. Right. That's right. He, he, wa- he wasn't a civil authority. He was a minister. Mm-hmm. But he was so far advanced, and, and the church was so far advanced at that particular time compared to the, the pagans and the disruption and, de- and degeneration of society at large that they turned to the church for government. Mm. And the same thing happened in ancient Rome as Rome fell. Mm-hmm. But right now, you can see, we need this to be gradual. Right. We can't just have, okay, the meek shall inherit the earth. Here you go. <laughs> Jesus hands it. his 12 disciples the meek shall inherit the earth he gets rid of all the non-believers there you go guys <laughs> yeah that would be that would be rough now that w- that worked with Adam because that was before the fall mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But Jesus, the second Adam, along with his bride, mm-hmm. through whom he works in this world to fulfill the dominion mandate, works gradually, mm-hmm. incrementally like over time. Ooh. The Lord your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. Mm-hmm. You may not make an end of them at once. Mm-hmm. The Bible itself revealed gradually over 1,500 years. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. What does the Bible say? Redemption was promised to Adam and Eve. Did all of a sudden redemption come? Nope. Thousands of years go by. It took time. And in the fullness of time, not at a random point in time, Mm -hmm. as time was fulfilled. Mm -hmm. See, it's linear. It has purpose. Mm -hmm. All established by the decrees of God before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. All of history is flowing with his purpose linearly. Mm Mm-hmm. And his promises are unfolding gradually, which is why we have to walk by faith, mm. persevere, right? be patient, Yeah, because yeah. he works gradually. Right. It's the normative way in which God works. Well, yeah, but that's, that makes a good point, too, because being patient wouldn't make sense if who knows what's coming next. Be, being patient is anticipating something, waiting for something. Yeah. A, a, a transition, a gradual movement. In faith itself. We're not, when, when Jesus returns, we're not going to be living by faith. We're going to be living by sight. Mm. There he is. Right? Right. Right now we live by faith in this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? The only reason you live by faith is because there is a, a, uh, a, you know, a discontinuity between what is promised and what you are actually experiencing. Mm-hmm. And over time, these things are gradually given to, you, to, to the church and yeah. to the bride of Christ. Yeah. In, in other words, we see the bride of Christ walking the aisle of human history mm-hmm. as he prepares her for her uh, ultimate estate and beauty. Hmm. Amen. Uh, think about the kingdom itself specifically. Okay. Now this is where we, we're narrowing in. We've been talking about how God generally works gradually, okay. but he also promises to expand his kingdom gradually. And this he does explicitly. Okay. All right. He says in Daniel that it's a stone. You remember, you know the story. Yeah, that's right. Strikes that's right. the foot of the, of the um, statue. It grows as big as a mountain, takes over the world. Yeah. It's growing linearly over time. Mm-hmm. And it's growing, growing, growing in size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, ta- it's exercising dominion, as a mountain represents kingdoms in mm-hmm. Scripture, exercising dominion over all the earth. Mm-hmm. It's gaining cultural supremacy, I think is a, a way that we would say it. Mm-hmm. That the, there will always be the tares among the wheat, mm-hmm. but it is becoming increasingly so a wheat field. <laughs> I like it. Not, the earth is not going to remain a... a den of of weeds and jackals mm-hmm. right god so loved the world mm-hmm. right? the the he has a plan of redemption for all things mm-hmm. he all things have been created new the the new creation has been inaugurated and we are seeing the 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 joy of the gospel go out to the world as far as the curse may be found mm. right? amen if you read the ancient hymns and the old hymns they don't even have to be ancient just read hymns for a few hundred years ago with this concept in mind mm-hmm. this is how most christians believed mm-hmm. But progressives today have an idea of progressive evolution. Right. But they have no purpose. They have no certain word. Mm-hmm. They hate God. They wish to restore paradise without God. They use power and deception just like the devil to do it. Mm. They get that idea, though, from the Christians. Mm. We will enjoy paradise restored by the gospel as it conquers the nations. Amen. The, the nations, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdom of our Lord. Mm. He will continue to rule and reign until he puts all his enemies under his feet. Mm. The last enemy to be defeated will be death, and then the end will come. Mm. We have been given these linear 
timestamps mm-hmm. of how to think of human history. Right. And right. without exception, it's gradual. In Ezekiel 17, the kingdom becomes a tiny little shoot of a tree cultivated over time by God into a great cedar. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel 47, the kingdom is a trickle and eventually a raging torrent. That's right. Matthew 13, a seed that becomes a massive harvest, a mustard seed that becomes a global tree, mm. a little leaven working its way through the whole loaf, growing exponentially over time. Mm-hmm. Not just extending itself throughout time in a, you know, as a small remnant of people. Not just sticking around. Not yeah. just treading All water. All these illustrations are illustrations of perpetual growth. All of them is growth and um, time. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some who believe we will always remain a tiny little fledgling minority. Mm. This is not what the scriptures teach. Yeah. Growth over time, not just barely making it through time. Well, there's not a, it's not a tiny rock that lands and then suddenly it's huge. And, no, or stays tiny. Right. And it's not a, a little Until the end just, of human history and right. then everything else is killed. And then, no, it's gradual. Mm-hmm. It's always incremental. For the apostles, the light of the glorious gospel was already shining, and the darkness was passing away. Mm. Passing away progressively, 1 John 2, 8. Mm. The gates of hell cannot stop its advance Mm. as it advances incrementally over time. Amen? Amen. That's great. My my notes are frozen up, but um, we have some objections. Ooh, I like it. I like objections. Let's go for it. Pastor. Which one's first? You ready? I'm ready. Pastor. Sure doesn't seem like it's gradually growing right now. Anecdotal. <laughs> Rejected. What do you mean by that? Moving on. What do you, you mean by you that? You don't get to say, uh, you don't get to quote an anecdotal piece of evidence as the reasoning behind a whole argument. The f- to, as, a, as sort of like a, a, um, a philosophy of human history yeah, derived from this one anecdote, reasoning from the part to the whole. I see it this way. Therefore, everything else is wrong. Yeah. That's not possible. Or I've experienced this, which is, that's a hard argument to make in the world that we live in because we live in such a experienced-based evidence. We do not determine our philosophy of history based on our own personal experience. Yes. I love it when someone sends me a news article and they're like, you still positive now? I was like, I don't derive my philosophy of history from news articles. I realize that my lifespan is much bigger right. than however long God would have me to live. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Only a fool would, would think that his experience is reality. Right. The, 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 uh, the wisdom of Solomon warns us not to do that. Mm. Rather, we receive what God says about the history of reality or the, the, as the world unfolds in history. Amen. Right. Amen. Now, we're not saying that it's always growing at the exact same rate. It's not a machine. It's a, it's a uh, mustard tree. Sure. It's organic. Yeah. Well, if you look at, so um, I can't remember who said it this way, but it's, the, it's called the sawtooth history of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ups and downs all along. Now, you could, I think you could argue that Israel kind of headed down <laughs> the whole time. Well, we would, say that the, we would say that it was leading toward the fulfillment of all things, but right. that as, as Israel, and so as America, as we reject Jesus Christ, we will head down. Things are heading down. That's yeah. right. That's He's right. not in any hurry. <laughs> we were born for such a time as this, but if we're not going to be faithful, someone else will. Ooh. That's, he's he's Ooh. not in any hurry. It, it grows and fits and starts. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's growing imperceptibly. Yeah. But even if it's growing, what te- what television show would tell us about it? Mm. What mm. what um, social media site would would let us know the stats and not blacklisted? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, come on. Even, even if the kingdom were growing, it, it would, would not be televised. It would be fact-checked. If anybody said anything about it, it would be like, this is, mm, our data sources say that this Amen. is not accurate. The Reformation will not be televised. <laughs> we walk by faith uh, in the promises of God. Amen. Yeah. We're not saying that it is um, like a machine, mm-hmm. that it's always perceptible. It's, sometimes it's here, sometimes it's there, two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. There is a thing called pruning. Mm-hmm. The church in America, it, it would be hard to say that we're growing. No joke. I think we are growing. I think we're growing in but, true faithfulness. I think maybe that's the point you're trying to make. Yeah, but I think we're growing numerically as well. Yes. Um, and, but I do think that the visible church in America is being pruned, mm-hmm. right? Obviously so. Yeah, but dead branches that don't bear any fruit need to be pruned. Why waste the energy? Amen. Right? Amen. So there, we're not saying there's not pruning, there's not discipline, but, and, we're, and, we are, and we know that sometimes the, the church grows like an invasive weed. There's no stopping her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't think that that's the case right now in America. Mm. But it, we're talking about all of human history. God is unfolding his promises gradually. Does this mean that every human will one day be saved on the entire planet? No, the Bible doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. It does seem to, to say that the, uh, the church will be victorious, mm-hmm. right? That uh, the nations will be discipled. I mean, it promises these things. Right. It, it definitely does. It, it doesn't mean that by necessity every single individual will be born again. Mm-hmm. Right. But it does mean that the gospel will be prevailing, a prevailing force on all the earth. Mm-hmm. From sea to shining sea, Ooh. Christ will not fail in his mission. The, the nations will be discipled. Amen. Isn't that what he told us to go and do? Go and baptize and disciple the nations. That's it. But don't get your hopes up. <laughs> No, no, indeed. We go forth under his authority. Also, be careful what you teach them. Don't teach them everything. Just teach them. No, you got to teach them everything. The easy stuff. To observe all that I have commanded. Oh, that's in the Bible. Wait. Yeah, that's how they grow. All right. So I want to say this as we close. Christ church seems to be growing. Mm, say it again. In many different ways. Amen. But we got to be careful. Here's the la- our last thought. We have to be careful about how we estimate growth. Because Jesus does tell us that the kingdom grows, but sometimes it's growth on the hard-packed path. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The seed goes out, the path is too hard. It germinates a tiny bit and then it dies. And that's the stony, and the stony soil oh. it just comes up a little bit. It has no root. And mm-hmm. so when the sun comes out, the sun of persecution, the sun of COVID, COVID fascism, whatever, comes out, <laughs> um, that little bit of growth dies away. Mm. Others it grows up, but it's wrapped around with so many thorns. And he says the thorns are the love of money, the love of ambition, chasing after the God of mammon, Mm -hmm. not leaving your job for your calling, Mm. not leaving what is standing in the way of your calling. Mm. Right? Amen. It gets choked out. So we could be looking out at Christ Church. We have to be careful that we're not seeing stony growth or thorny growth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see growth, but we have to be very sober-minded about it. The only way we will know if it's true growth is if it bears fruit in time. In keeping tenfold, fortyfold, a hundredfold. That's Amen. that's how we will know. If if we want to be real specific, we will really know that this has been a work of God's kingdom advance if the next generation carries on. Mm. We are not faithful until the next generation is faithful. Mm. This is this is something we have to always be thinking about. I like that. the next generation. So that's uh, that's what we got for today. Incrementalism, gradualism. I like that. That's helpful. That's super helpful. God does move in mysterious ways. 
but they are gradual. They're gradual and over time. <laughs> Almost I like that. without exception. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Guys, thank y'all so much for joining us again for another episode of Rapture Radio. If you're looking for more resources like this, you can go to sermonaudio.com and search We Are Christ Church, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook um, sometimes, and you can go to wearechristchurch.com and check out our media resources there. I want to thank you again for joining us. Um, share these resources with your friend. Find ways to get connected. If you're not a part of a local body of believers that are still worshiping, we want to encourage you to do that and maybe even at one of our Christchurch locations. Yeah. What, what? Um, but that's it for this particular episode. Until next time, make sure that you're actually left behind. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. Great tagline. <laughs>